0: Left, right. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining me in episode 32 of Sip Talk. It's one of my favorite topics building a bar. All right, we're going to get started. Enjoy it. This is Sip Talk. Grab a drink and enjoy. Of us go. Cheers. 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 Hey, By the way, if you're watching this podcast, we got some bonus content for you. Uh, I threw in some photos of the bar that I built uh, when I lived in South Carolina with James in our apartment and also got photos of the bar that was built in Adam's apartment. Um, Both very cool bars. I'll uh, I'll include those. You can check them out about halfway through the podcast, so uh, enjoy it.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Um, (laughs) All right. We are live on uh, Sip Talk episode 32. Today we're going to be talking about building a bar. Um, I think that is a topic that we all have a lot we could really talk about. Um, James is coming live from the beach. From Wilmington, North Carolina. Let me show you what... What do you all with here? All right, let's let's see. Ooh, look! You see this? You can see that in the in the thing. It's not bad. Weather looks good. Waves look weak. Yeah, waves are a little
2: small. It's a little sticky up, but uh, nice to be down here and have a little vacation from work. I would love to have the the waves and everything as the background, but the lighting's all screwy, so we got to do it with a boring white background instead.
1: Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, so this is this is kind of a topic I've been, you know, it's been back in the back of my mind for a while. I wanted to wrap my mind around it, kind of with some solid ideas when it comes to building a bar. I'm talking about building a home bar. So you know, I really want to make sure we cover all the bases so that you're good on a regular basis. You come home, and make a cocktail a couple nights a week. You have guests over. You're good with guests, um, and I want to make this cheap. So. What are, your, what are your initial thoughts when it comes to building a home bar, James?
2: Well, it's gonna be, how deep do you wanna go? Do you wanna have an actual physical bar that you can stand behind and serve drinks from to people? Or do you just wanna have all the tools and ingredients that you would want in a home bar with which you can make the majority of cocktails?
1: Okay, okay. Andreas, what's, what, what are you doing when I talk about building a bar? I'm looking to sacrifice myself first, because at the end of the night,
3: it's my bar. I'm the one who's going to get there and, you know, if I had a rough day, I want to just get there, make myself the drink that I want,
1: and go to bed. Or if I had an amazing day, I also want to go home, you know, pre-game,
3: and then go out, meet my friends. Um, So those things in my head are like the priority. Then if I want to do a full bar, that's a whole different thing. In my case, I think it's just the, the basics. Vodka, gin, tequila, mezcal, and scotch or whiskey. Those are the five, six... Spirits uh, are not
1: the basics. So, so, but that's, that's what we got to get into, is what does it look like when it comes to basics? What are the staples? Which way you're leaning when it comes to skimping on the basics and you know if you want a couple of mixers you may not go with with this or that so we'll take this two parts um what i want to talk about first is what you need to have behind the bar and then we can touch a little bit on constructing an actual bar that you can serve or or having a little bar card or something like that that you can serve from because these are all different these are all different levels but at the very least, whether you have a bar or you have a physical bar. It's got to be stocked. Yeah. And and I think from that from that we could we could we could list 50 different bottles that you're gonna stock the bar with. What I want to start with is a price limit. On uh, we need to establish what is a reasonable cost, and we gotta stay below that number.
2: So I can start off. I can start you all off with a hundred dollars of your budget. For, for just the liquor we'll, we'll talk about the supplies the glassware the shakers all that stuff separately but for just the liquor budget at a hundred dollars you can hit pretty much everything
1: that you need I um, know. For, yeah but we so, so so but let's let's aim for that give or take a hundred bucks let's start right there I got I got a hundred on the on the chart here and uh, so so give me give me your first three bottles James so if you
2: want if you want to build a bar that you can make most of the basic cocktails with you're going to need five bottles you're going to need vodka gin rum and tequila and then i would recommend for your fifth bottle for your fifth bottle you're going to want a bottle of triple sec triple sec is one of those sneaky liquors that you you would be surprised how many cocktails it's in so your four basic your four basic liquors, vodka gin, rum tequila, and then one uh, one liqueur, and I would recommend it be triple sec if you're trying to have as wide a range as possible. All right, Those so, are your five bottles.
1: Well, let's so let's price this out. Andres, I'll I'll give you a minute on this. Uh, so what's a what's a good what's a what what would be a decent well vodka? Because you don't want to serve somebody shit vodka. Sure. Not, you don't know you're you are not you are not going high end. No, you
2: want to go. You want to go mid tier on all of these, and like a, you should like be able to do about twenty bucks a bottle for each of these. You can. You can even go cheaper with the triple sec. You should be able to do under fifteen for the triple sec for the vodka. I personally like Tower vodka, the Texas-based vodka, very similar to Tito's, but about half the price. You can. Now, my 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 price reference is going to be Charleston prices, which is obviously going to be cheaper than New York. Yeah. But in Charleston, Tower vodka goes for like. Between fourteen and sixteen dollars for a seven fifty. On the label, the way they market it, it's like a gluten free, low calorie. Oh yeah, no, Tito's. <laughs> is, no, it, it's,
3: it's, there's, there's,
2: there's not it's as much marketing, or whatever. But in terms, like vodkas, you just need to be one step above well, because the difference between a mid mid tier vodka and a high tier vodka is not si- significant. Um, you'll see differences with other liquors when you go from mid to high tier, but for me, vodka is the most basic of spirits in. In theory, it should be just the grain alcohol. When they distill it, it's going to be distilled to 195, 198 proof, and then it'll be watered back down to the 80 proof that you serve it at. Um, So, You're saying Tower Vodka. What do you have for gin? For gin? Um, I've always been a fan of um, Tanqueray, but that's a little more expensive. So if you want to go for a more budget-minded gin, then I've been a fan of either Swordsman or New Amsterdam gin. Yeah.
1: Okay. And then what are you going with for rum? Rum. If you're going to go
2: with light rum, I've always been a fan of Croussin. Um, really? it's, it's, a little more, of it, it's at, at about the same price point as Bacardi, maybe a little cheaper, but I find it to be a little bit smoother and a little bit better in terms of flavor profile. Now, I would say if you're buying a single bottle of rum, go with either white or gold. I'm a huge fan of dark rum, but it's a little less flexible for general drink making. So I would say croissant, either white or gold, and that's going to be right in that $15 to $16 range for a $7.50 bottle.
1: Okay. Uh, Hey, if you guys are watching on live, I want to know what you would have in your staple bar. Tori, I'm guessing that's like a bottle of rosé. But let me know what items, what bottles you want in your staple bar if you're building a home bar. Uh, okay, so you get the Cruzan for the rum. What is the uh, what's the tequila?
2: Tequila. I've always been a fan of Luna Azul in terms of for, for trying to hit this fifteen to twenty dollar price point. It's a 100% agave tequila, and I would go with either the Blanco or the Reposado of Cruzan, and that should run you again in the fourteen to seventeen range. I would also say that it's a good idea to have a bourbon in stock. And I've
1: always been a fan of Evan Williams. You're buying, you're buying yourself the bourbon, actually, right now. Just you are buying yourself the bourbon because of the prices you're looking at.
2: If you get yourself the bourbon, I've always been a fan. Again, trying to keep it below twenty dollars per bottle. Evan Williams, 1783, is a step above regular old Evan Williams. Not going to break the bank, but has a little bit more smoothness, a little more flavor going on with it, and that's a good bourbon to go with. Um, in the below
1: $20 range. Okay, um, and then what did you, What was the tequila again? Luna Azul. Luna Azul. Okay, and then just your general triple sec. For the
2: triple sec, if you wanna spend a lot of money, you can go with something like Cointreau or Grand um, is- Marnia, but my recommendation is you don't need to spend that kind of money and you can go with, um, there's a couple different brands that are basically well, well liqueurs. Um, the one that comes to mind is DeKiper, Dekuyper, Um, and they make a seventy-proof version of triple sec that is perfect for, for what you're looking to do. Seventy-proof on a triple sec sounds proof Yes. Yeah, that's cool. uh, what when I, when I stocked Back when I had a, a home bar regularly stocked, yeah. um, the triple sec that I had was the De 70 proof uh, variant of their triple sec and it worked great. Oh, um,
3: so that means
2: it's what 30-35%? Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay, so for your for your home bar, you got Tower vodka, you got a New Amsterdam Gin, or a Tanqueray. Uh, you get Cruzan Reposado. How much does that cost? no Cruzan would be either white or gold. Okay, like gold Cruzan. All right, and
2: then you got Luna Azul for tequila. Yeah, either a Blanco or a Reposado. Okay, and then Evan Williams 1783 for the bourbon, and and De kuiper 70 proof triple sec. I would also recommend. Having a set of Angostura bitters, um, bitters go a long way for a lot of cocktails.
1: Bitters it's here, bitters, bitters. Uh, um, they're about ten bucks here. I I notice pretty regularly in, in grocery grocery.
2: Yeah, that's about the price you would be paying for like a. Uh, I think it's like a three or four ounce bottle. They it goes a long. It lasts a long time. You're gonna get a lot of mileage out of that ten dollar bottle. All uh,
3: right.
1: Um. All right, Andreas, you're up. You're up. What's your hundred dollar? It's not
3: going to be hundred dollars because I well, don't have glasses. It's yeah. got to be. I, so it, it's got to be a hundred bucks. So I'm going to sound bougie right now, but it's not like I normally go to a place and order vodka from like the well. I normally go. But so
1: I, what I'm like, saying is, is I think a decent. I think where we want to be is you is you order a drink, you yeah. order well, and they pull the bottle out of the well, and you're okay. like, oh, okay. If it is a uh, well. Uh, I've I've seen places like Ferns, for example, they have mm-hmm. on well, they have Tito's. Okay, yeah. Mean, a Tito. bottle of Tito's here is twenty five dollars. That's pretty much safe. A bottle of Tito's seven yeah. fifty. Twenty five dollars. What's a what's a seven fifty Tito's in South Carolina? Can somebody anybody knows what uh what Tito's vodka is? Tell me how much that should cost.
2: Uh, is- Tito's vodka in South Carolina is probably in like the twenty six to thirty range. Okay. Okay. Here it's
3: only between 40 dollars a bottle. That'll be my first, As Vodka, uh, Jane Hendrix,
1: but if okay. I don't want for Hendrix. So you got, uh, you just got called got, Bougie, by the way. Um, it just, and I'm
3: not saying Tito's is like the best, like, but
1: one of the best things for me, my point of view, As Vodka Tito. is Russian Standard. Russian uh, Standard. That's good. That's good vodka. So, so, but you got, so you got Tito's, what's your gin? Uh, Hendrix. Hendrix, okay. Hendrix, what's a bottle of Hendrix down there, James? I
2: don't know. I'm looking at. I I don't buy Hendrix. Yeah. Um, actually, Tito's is cheaper. Tito's. I'm looking at about 18 bucks in South Carolina. I'm I'm looking at prices right now.
1: Um, Hendrix gin. Because they they extend a little further when it comes to outside. Hendrix, Hendrix gin, 31.50
2: or so for a 7.50 ballpark.
1: Okay, so that's your two twenty-dollar bottles. You, wait, thirty-two? You said? Thirty-one dollars thirty-one fifty for a seven fifty at Hendrix. Oh. So, okay, so you're you're you, I think you know twenty dollars a bottle seems pretty reasonable. So two bottles in, you should be at forty bucks. You're at fifty bucks. Now what? No Comes the next part. I, I, not a, a, so right I'm now, wrong. right now you can have a glass of vodka, <laughs> a glass of gin, or a glass of vodka gin. You know, would be a really good drink. James is uh, is is milk and vodka. Oh uh, yeah, white
3: Russian. No,
1: no, they call that tongue. That's Eric's. Uh, it was Eric. He invented this drink and then he told us he sold us on this drink and the one that he made. And he, he, he's going out. I, yeah, I, get the, I invented this drink. It's the best drink, it's milk <laughs> and vodka. And, uh, drink.
2: And if you screw up the, the meth, if you mix it too much on the vodka side, you might actually curdle the milk.
1: <laughs> well, he, he couldn't drink it. It was not, yeah, it was it's, not a good drink. No. no. Um so okay, so you uh andre got a bottle of Tito's a bottle of Hendrix. Well, now it's what, Rum? It's your call. It's your uh, bar? So,
3: Yeah. If it was my bar, i would just beat those things and I'll do Mescal and tequila
1: only. Okay, so there you
3: go. Yeah, if I go for Mezcal, I'll go for either Vita.
1: How much is a bottle of Vita? James, you're you're it's cheap, it's cheap, it's cheap. It's not, it's not. Mescal it's really hard to fuck up on Mezcal because Mezcal is a fucked so we can't oh, wait. True, but yeah. uh, I've had some bad mezcal. Uh,
3: what's the one that you have behind you? Uh, that's a, what, what is it? Uh, Lobos? Montelobos. Montelobos, Monte Monte that's Lobos. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. And then, when it comes to tequila, it's either uh, Clase Sword or uh, Esplan or the one that um
2: George Clooney has Casamigos. Yeah, you're gonna be over the hundred dollars easy.
1: Okay, so then you—this is what you got in your bar: Tito's, Hendrix, um, Vida Mezcal, and Casamigos. Yeah, that's it. I mean I think that's reasonable too, yeah, but that's exactly. a different James is James is going for versatility. Yeah. I'm You're going for something that I like. Something that I will drink. Okay. me first and then my guests. So Tito's Tito's a liter bottle of Tito's in Boston. We we're looking at twenty two ninety nine. Uh yeah, what's Tito's? Tito's is a I'm type of vodka that comes from Texas. It's built in Texas. It's good vodka. It is uh, small. I don't I don't connect with the branding. I'm not not crazy but the branding. I don't know.
3: No, the branding is what it told me to begin with because I was I with this chicken. You. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah. I was with this chicken, so like I love vodka, but you know, I need this specific kind of vodka. I want something gluten free, I want something low calorie. And then he came out with this bottle and <laughs> literally on the front it just says gluten free.
2: Yeah.
3: Home I mean yeah and
2: then low low calories. All so right. like well, the, the thing is, all vodka is going to have the same calories because all the only calories that are coming from it are going to be coming from the alcohol themselves. There's no added – by, by rule, basically, if it's a vodka, it can't have anything added to it. So the, the low-calorie thing is I – mean, it, it's correct advertising, but it's not like that vodka is different from any other. An well, 80 proof vodka across – going from a, a $10 bottle to a $100 bottle they're going to have the exact same oh, calories. If for example, you have a lot of chicks that lately you and I have seen.
3: Everybody, everybody and wants doing, uh, yeah. uh, all of these spiked seltzers and all of the spiked seltzers probably have the same amount of calories as, as, as a beer, but they advertise it as low calories. Because, exactly. And it's because smooth. This is a fucking seltzer. Exactly,
1: it's
3: exactly. a yeah. seltzer. I
1: and mean, people just cheese. don't see through, sugar. you know, no sugar added butter. Yeah. advertising yeah. You know, it's like, this butter has no sugar added, yeah. you know, this is, this is a healthier option. Um, so James, are you sourcing from somewhere? I guess in the internet. Yeah. Okay. So so let me work on this on this bar. Um, I want to I want to start out with, uh, with a bottle of vodka, but I think every bar should have a bottle of vodka. I'm not a huge vodka fan. What do I have at home for vodka? You don't have to be a huge vodka fan to recognize its right. importance in, it's the, in a role in a bar. Your um, bar doesn't have vodka. I have so much vodka. I have. I have. I know. I have three bottles of Belvedere. I got some God, uh, Godfather movie type, Godfather TV show type, uh, autographed bottle of vodka. I got a bottle of Ciroc. I got. Is um, that I got the golden uh, or the crystal head vodka. I got a ton of vodka. We just do Okay, have- so. Alright, what what brand of vodka are you going for your bar test? Well the one thing I want a vodka that's that's under twenty bucks. Not in New York. Um g- give me give me a couple of give me a couple of names. Smirnoff,
3: Smirnoff.
1: No, I don't I wouldn't want to just Smirnoff. smear That's
3: uh James. One give one me a one couple one
1: of names. What does a bottle of gray goose cost? It's Grey uh, Goose is expensive. Grey Goose is in like the thirty five range. Okay, how about how about uh, It's more so, expensive than, um
3: more expensive than Gray Goose.
2: Um, Belvedere is gonna be probably in the same price range.
1: Somebody give me a good a good vodka brand. Somebody give me a good uh. um. I'm I'm using South Carolina prices.
2: Grey Goose comes in at 26. Belvedere comes in at 22. Okay,
1: so so okay, so 22 for a 750 Belvedere. I'm going Belvedere. That's that's usually my good my my go-to. So 22 on that. Uh, for vodka gonna go with the gin. I like New Amsterdam. What's a 750? Because I'm I'm just going to try to hit as many bases as possible in this one, uh, and be able to concoct a couple of good drinks. What is a, a bottle of um, New Amsterdam? Go for it. South Carolina, 14 bucks. 14 bucks. I like it's New Amsterdam. Gin. I mean, you know, I don't usually drink that much gin. Just in the, I, actually, I do. If I drink gin, the Negronis every night. <laughs> so I do a lot of Negronis too. But um but I would do a New Amsterdam with a Negroni. When I was batch making the Negronis, I was using a New Amsterdam here. So I like New Amsterdam. Did you batch Not today. Um, but I've been I've been pre-making the uh Negronis. It's an easy drink, it's three parts. Um equal parts of everything. So Belvedere, New Amsterdam, and then I'm gonna do uh an Evan Williams. I might use a seven fifty Evan Williams.
2: I would recommend going with the 1783 version. Let's take a look. So, hold on. I've got a whole bunch of options to pick from here. Um, Normal label Evan Williams is 12. Looking for the 1783. So 12 for the regular 1783. Clock's in at
1: 1650. I'm going regular 12. I'm gonna, what's a bottle of Montalobos go, go for Um, like 46 bucks. 41. Okay, do me, do me a quick search. Find me a good, find me a, just throw me a few names on the cheaper end when it comes to Mezcal. Looking for it right now. Mirador, uh, Mallon-Lacour. Chicaru for 30.
2: Mescal's expensive, dude. I know. Give me another. Um, Sacrificio is 23 I don't know. I can't vouch for it. Give me another. M- uh, Monte Alban is $24.99. It is so
1: big. It is so Wait. Big. That, what, does it have a yellow label? Yes. Oh, it tastes like ant piss, like fire ant piss. It's disgusting. That's okay. a little that fuck you up. Uh,
2: uh, Luminar is twenty five ninety nine.
1: What about, what was Vita again?
2: I can't find that. Um, you. I would say you're look reasonably looking between 30 and 40 bucks
1: for a decent bottle of Mezcal. Yeah, so we'll say Mezcal at 30. Okay, and so then- that Mezcal is
3: basically just for special occasions. Yeah, and then how much
1: is a Terramana? What's a Terramana look like, a Terramana tequila? Anyway, I gave you that one on Sunday. I'm looking. Here it was pretty cheap.
3: Oh, speaking of tequila and mezcal are going to get more expensive because of the. is coming
2: in at about 30 bucks as well.
3: 30 bucks? Yep. It's because of the tariffs.
2: You got to make some sacrifices here to keep the budget reasonable. Give me a, give me a good tequila. I like I already did
1: uh what do you call the yeah but i don't know i don't know i don't know that tequila so I can't, yeah. luna azul, i've had i've had
2: plenty of luna azul that was kind of our main when i was bartending that was our main tequila that we served oh, is that,
3: uh, that's a blue bottle with the azul on white letters right
2: yeah that's it's a clear bottle with a black label and white letters okay
1: i'm gonna add some bitters Bitter's for 10 bucks. Oh,
2: Milagros, Milagros, Milagros uh, tequila. Yeah, yeah, I
3: don't, I don't
1: know that
2: one, though. Um,
3: James, do you know that one, Milagros
2: tequila? Yeah, it's expensive. Well, it's not too expensive, uh, 27 bucks for a 750.
1: I've had it before, it's okay. And
2: doers. Doers probably going to clock you uh, right around 25
1: to 30 bucks. Uh, it's, it's pretty cheap here. I'm guessing. I'll, well, I'll say 25, but I think it's overstating to it be So, the one clocks in at 20 bucks, but that's South Carolina prices. Okay, well, we're going by South Carolina prices because uh 30 is a good price point for tequila. Um, that, the rock tequila, the rock tequila is a terramana and that's at 30 bucks. So, I may, be, I may be ditching that bottle in a second. 22 on the Belvedere, 14. On the New Amsterdam, that's 36. Evan Williams, 12. 48, we get the Mezcal, Lobo, She said it was 30. Yep. Uh, that's 70. And then I got the doers. is 20 and the Bitters brings us to 100. That's without a tequila. I'm but gonna- the Mezcal does an impression of tequila, so. It doesn't what? Does an impression of tequila. You can kinda, Do you to make... get slightly different flavors, but Mezcal make... and tequila. Yeah, you can make tequila cocktails with mezcal. Just see yes. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna drop, I'm gonna drop the, uh, I'm gonna drop the Taramana on mine. Oh that brings you hundred. <laughs> and I think that's, uh, I think that's pretty reasonable.
3: I think hundred dollars is like a super low market.
1: So, but so James, you threw in the triple sec, um, and the rum.
2: Where yeah I'm coming in I'm coming in about 15 bucks a bottle six bottles brings me right to hundred bucks after tax
1: so but but we all have vodka we all have gin um, we all have tequila or well I have I mascal uh, and uh, well we, no we all have tequila I, I drive my tequila and place a mascal but it was on the were list. so vodka gin, and and tequila are, are, are most I think those are the most important.
3: Because they're very versatile when it comes to cocktailing. Like you so it's wrong. Like
1: I'm-
3: cocktail with uh with especially with uh, vodka because it doesn't have any flavor. flavor, you use gin. You For mean, Manhattan? If you want to
2: do uh, a uh, martini. You mean martini. martini. No, but, yeah, but the difference between a martini and a Manhattan is Manhattan is going to be using your sweet vermouth versus dry vermouth and you're also going to have bitters in a Manhattan, whereas martinis generally don't have bitters. I
3: about the words. I, I wanted to
2: say uh, martini, if you love yeah. yeah. Alright. Well I understood
3: Canada, that's what, I
2: understood uh, this week. Not in Manhattan. Alright, well just take it from someone who like from of the three of us, one of us is bartended professionally.
1: Yeah. I would so, argue I probably spent the most time at bars though.
2: Right, but there's a very big difference between which side of the bar you're on. And I did it for three years behind
1: the bar. Oh
3: Watson, well, how was the experience behind the bar? Did you get like
1: any, are there any bartenders uh, any watching bartender right now?
3: experience like what was it down? to be behind the bar serving people that probably were, were well over intoxicated uh, or when a uh, good looking chick comes to you and goes like hi i think uh, i i want this but i uh, you know my friend wasn't another, another thing uh, can you hook us up have you ever had one of those experiences and what? well
2: i'm not it, well, it, it, the, the thing is it, i i never gave free drinks to anybody that want that that came out and asked for them if you ever got a free drink from me it was because either i had extra from like a previous drink or whatever so i could just pour another glass because it's already been sunk Mm -hmm. or like you've been spending time building a relationship with me or you were a regular or whatever but if you just walk in and try and like be a pretty face and get a free drink out of me you're not getting anywhere like i've got i've got to take care of myself and i've got to take care of the bar i have got to take care of the owner who's paying for the liquor so yeah, you're never going to get a free drink from a bartender that way. And if you are, then I wouldn't trust the drink that he's making.
1: Were you
3: um,
2: in a bartender that used to drink at, uh, at a bar? For example, if I
3: come with Justin and Adam and I go like, hey, we had an amazing day, this like and that, let's do shots. Are you, so so I, 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 are you having a shot yeah, as a bartender? Yeah, are you having a shot with us as a bartender?
2: I generally would – I would generally have a shot with a, with a customer. Now, the thing is I never got drunk behind the bar, not once. Now, that's – now I would have a drink behind the bar, but I knew when to pace myself and I knew when to say, like if I had more than about one drink an hour, I, I needed to shut it down. I would usually have a drink towards the end of my shift as I was cleaning down the bar. But while I was in while I was serving, especially if I was busy, I usually didn't have time to have a drink behind the bar because I had to just get to the next customer. But if it was slow, I would have a drink with you. But um but yeah, when I was bartending the if, if my, my favorite thing was when people would come in and didn't really know what they wanted, and I got to kind of scope it out and build a custom drink for them, where I'd say, what are you in the mood for? And they'd say the flavor profile that they wanted, and then I would build it for them.
3: So you are a mixologist, basically.
2: Not just a bartender?
3: Yeah. The bartender yeah. will, will prepare drinks based on the menu that they have. And if, for example, for some reason that day, I feel like I want something sweet, and I'm a bitter person. I'm like, I want something sweet, yet on the bitter side of it. And yeah, I'll, well,
1: you can t- you can you can like
3: craft a drink. It has know. both aspects. Yeah, I know how to make this drink for
1: you. While a bartender will just be like, "Well, I have this drink that is." Let me, set on the menu. Let me let me ask let me ask a quick question. Sorry, to interrupt. I want to ask if you guys are watching live. I want to know what your favorite drink is. I want to give a couple of shout-outs to some favorite drinks. And then I got a question for you. What's your most favorite drink? As well? Can you repeat that? What's your most ordered drink as a bartender? If you're watching this, let me know what your favorite drink to order at a bar is.
2: Uh, my, the most ordered drink was usually just going to be a highball, usually like a vodka soda. Um, I served more vodka sodas or just like a bourbon and Coke or something. It very, When it came to actual cocktails, the bar that I was at, people tended to just like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't a cocktail bar. I could serve cocktails but that wasn't what,
3: what were the farm was
2: were designed like. to do so i would say the most popular drink was probably like I, I served more vodka sodas than probably anything else um but other basic stuff like we, we get a fair amount for margaritas and then um mules mules and mojitos i made a ton of
3: mules yeah. for the summer moscow mules uh, even
2: yeah, so we did. We had a whole bunch of different variants on mules, and we also, it's not part of the traditional recipe, but we would add mint to our mules, and um, they were really good. It,
3: Isn't that part of the meal, like
2: the, mint,
1: the mint? Mint? Is- no, mint is not part of the original recipe. Yeah, classic old-fashioned. I think that's a good one. Paloma. What's a paloma?
3: Paloma is basically just
1: paloma. A- tequila with pineapple, right? Oh, grapefruit juice. Grapefruit juice uh, That's so close. Yeah. Okay, let me know what's in a Paloma. It's Martini, Champagne, uh, Bud Light, Heineken, or Miller. Those are way different beers. Bud Light, Heineken, and Miller are, are way different beers. Pinot Noir, um, or dry That's Martini a with, with stuffed olives. Um, hmm. So, what's, what's... Okay, so then I want to I I get a little further into this building your own bar. What you're gonna what you're gonna stock behind the bar, um, but let me just ask: What's your go-to drink, Andres, when you when you hit a bar? Tequila soda. Tequila I keep soda, James. What's classic. your go-to? Hemingway Daiquiri. Hemingway Daiquiri. What's a Hemingway Daiquiri? Strawberry,
2: No, 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 no. What you're thinking about is cruise ship tourist bartending. Yeah. Uh, daiquiris. Hemingway Daiquiri is going to be um, grapefruit juice. Luxardo, and rum. I gotta pick up a bottle of Luxardo.
1: Okay, that sounds. Uh, I think but
2: I, I look, daiquiris were my go-to drink, and it was also my way of testing whether or not a bartender knew what they
1: were talking about. Well Because if, a lot of bartenders aren't gonna know what a Hemingway daiquiri is. Long nice No,
2: table. but but if you go into a bar, that like so, this is one of these conversations that I had with other bartenders, other bartenders that what knew the what they were talking
3: about. said a long IC, you're ratchet.
2: Yeah, but just, no, just trust me on this one, Yeah, because, like, talking with other bartenders that were more experienced and more knowledgeable than me, I would throw this test question out to them, and they would say, yeah, that's a good one, where if you want to know whether or not the person that's serving you drinks knows their cocktails, yeah. you ask for a daiquiri, and if they say, we don't have a blender, or do you yeah. want, yeah, right, so, so let, let me start what's, by,
3: what's a daiquiri, and what's a Hemingway daiquiri, what's,
2: Let me just explain explain this and we'll get to the Hemingway daiquiri. So, daiquiris have been perverted into this blended drink with ice and like strawberry mix and rum, and that's not what a a daiquiri is. The classic recipe on a daiquiri is extremely simple. It's three ingredients. It's rum, lime juice, and sugar. Shake it up, strain it over rocks. That's it. Now. You can do a whole bunch of different variants on it. I personally like if I'm going to do a daiquiri, I like a splash of triple sec. It sweetens it up and smooths out the drink. Hemingway Daiquiri is named after Ernest Hemingway, and he liked the drink with grapefruit juice instead of lime juice, yeah. and for the sweetener element, he liked Luxardo, which is a cherry liqueur, yeah,
3: instead of uh, sugar.
2: Simple right, salt. right. So he used Luxardo instead, and it's a really wonderful drink when it's made properly but that's one where any bar, it's an extremely basic drink. Any bar should be able to make it. And, and any bartender should know it. But if you've got someone who's just in the business of slinging drinks because at high volume and doesn't really know their alcohol, they just happen to know how to open a bottle of beer quickly and ring out a ticket quickly, What then are the
3: plans for uh, regular daiquiri and uh peanut uh, daiquiri?
2: So regular daiquiri, rum, lime juice, sugar.
3: What are the measurements the like, majority,
2: like? The ounces no. for uh, the ounces of alcohol, ounces of uh, simple syrup, and um, so I, I never get so as a bartender, I never get bogged down in measurements. Is one of the key skills of being a bartender is being able to have a feel. So, you, like when I when I was training bartenders. One of the one of the things
1: I told them was. Hang on, because what we want to know, what we want to know, is if he wanted to go home and make yeah, a daiquiri. Exactly. What's he putting in? Yeah. He's putting how much rum? How is much equal. If you if you're
2: making it at home, and you, like to start out, go with equal parts.
1: Mm-hmm. Equal parts. So equal part lime juice, equal part rum, and equal part rum. simple. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then and then you try and you see how it tastes, and then you adjust. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I think that's that's reasonable. So. Um, so here's here's my thing. If I if I show up to bar, because I want to move on from this. Uh, if I go to a bar and it's a decent place, uh, meaning you know there's not it's not a jam packed bar, um, which I hate anyways. Like you you got to stand behind somebody and try to get a drink. Um, but if if you're sitting at the bar and it looks like a decent bar, I'll usually do an old fashioned just as kind of a go to. Um, old fashioned is. Is, is somewhat easy to fuck up if, if you're at the wrong place, but it's a pretty solid drink and I like it. I think that old
3: fashioned depends a lot on
1: the uh, on, right. on the
3: on the Manhattan that you do. What
1: do you mean Manhattan.
3: On the uh, sorry, on the bourbon or rye that you use, mm-hmm. or scotch that you normally use. Because you, you you don't use anything but the spirit, the bitters, and the sugar, basically, it's a pure cocktail. So it's very important to actually find out the, the
1: whiskey. Right, here, hear me out of this, hear me out of this. I'm okay, I'm okay with a well, or, you know, I'm okay with doing a, what do we say? Uh, uh No, not doers. that's Scotch. Uh, I'm that's okay white. with Evan Williams. Uh, that's fine with me when it comes to a, uh, what do you call it, uh, an old fashioned. So if I go to a bar, it looks like a decent bar, I'll do an old fashioned. All right, if it's a packed bar or like a club or a lounge, I'll do a Jack and Diet, or 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 a Scotch like a doers and and Diet, um, and if I'm at a really nice place, I'll look through the list and ask them what they like the best or what they recommend, um, you know. And that at that point, you're paying eighteen to twenty dollars a cocktail. Yeah, if I'm going to a nice place like R O K C 20 bucks a cocktail, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to order a complex drink. It's a busy place. I don't want to be a jackass and order a five-ingredient, four different well,
2: Yeah, and that's basic bar etiquette, whereas you judge how busy it is oh,
1: no. and, and build your complexity of the
2: drink order based on that. So, yeah, if the bar is slammed, you're not ordering a drink that takes two or three minutes to make. Go with a highball and and move on with your life. Just go soda, gin and tonic,
3: vodka, cranberry, you know. Right.
1: That's the, all those are highballs. Um. So Adam just popped in. Uh, What's up, everybody? So uh, we got Adam and Andres over here in the casting this couch. Um, uh, All right. So let's talk about the ingredients. So now
2: you've got your liquor for the bar. Let's talk about the other things that you need to stock your bar. So we'll start. Well, let's start with fresh ingredients and mixers. And what I would say you want as for your mixers is I would say you want um, soda water, tonic water and i would also say coke oh, those are yeah. right so have 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 those as your three mixers and then i would also recommend having fresh squeezed lemon juice and lime juice
1: you can do bottled orange juice and no, you you can do, coke or any other cola yes to clarify for andres right
2: so those are your those are going to be your mixers i would say you want to have lemon and lime juice and you can fresh squeeze that
1: and then you can do oh, bottled. So lemon and, so, so, and limes. So that's fair. And you said regular, regular orange juice. Regular orange juice is fine. You're going to keep these things on the regular at, at home. You're going to keep these things in the stock at home.
2: So, well, if, if I were regular keeping up a bar, I would have just a stock of lemon and limes, and then I would juice them as needed. And I've got, I have little squeeze bottles that I'll just put the juice into.
1: So you're going to... So you're gonna fresh squeeze your own? You're not gonna keep them and squeeze them on the spot. I
3: mean, that's a difference between a regular cocktail or like
1: a. Well, it depends on I how much.
3: Five stars.
1: No, we're talking about home bar. Exactly. I, you know, I find, uh, keep,
2: I find it's keep keep five or six lemons and limes just in your fridge, and when you know that you're gonna to need to to use them, just well, slice them up well, and well, juice them. Take long? Do you drink a cocktail once like
3: a once per day? Do you drink? those on the weekends so based on that if you drink on the weekends then you know every friday go out there to buy groceries and whatever every every time i I
1: buy groceries i get i get them
3: yeah.
2: yeah and the thing is as soon as you squeeze them they've got a pretty short shelf life three or four days and then it goes back whereas if you keep them just like uncut then they'll stay in your fridge for a week and a half or so, fine. Uh, I, I that's get the
3: unpopular opinion where I actually get bottles of lime and lemon.
2: Juice
3: when I don't do that. But we don't end up using it anyway. Um, <laughs> exactly. No,
2: don't don't do that. The like any of that stuff that's bottled and from concentrate or whatever tastes terrible.
3: So I mean, so is bottled orange juice and all the other stuff and apple juice. It's all concentrated. No, no, but, but like, maybe making, making a like, drink, a making
1: way. a drink with with bottle of lime juice versus squeezing lime in, into the drink is not no, no, doubt.
3: No, no doubt but if you're regularly stocking a bar and you may not want to have to go out every three to four days when you know, we have three yeah, people we're so talking about, about at home what
1: i'm saying is you can go out
3: you can and buy and eat,
1: and somebody sure. just said get a tree. which is a really good idea i think uh get I think a lemon tree or a lime tree if you're in the right climate, which you are not, yeah. little plant that's
3: been growing for a year and a half. I'm probably three more years, years away before it's a
2: lemon plant. do. Yeah. Uh, All right. So that, those those are those are my mixer recommendations. Um, it's not a terrible idea to have like a little bottle of like Maraschino cherries and a bottle of olives. Olives keep forever, so you yeah. can just have those. Um, and then when it comes to the the durable goods, I recommend having a cocktail shaker set in three sizes have um, a set of metal tins, have a 16 ounce, an 18 ounce, and a 24 ounce one. So that way you can make different size cocktails with the two piece. You're gonna want your your basic bar strainer, either two or four prong. I would recommend having um, a second strainer, one of those fine mesh strainers, if you wanna make sure that you're double straining a drink, if you've got pulp in the drink and you wanna have it come through with no pulp or texture in the drink. Um, And then basic bar knife, basic bar cutting board, and then for glassware, I would recommend just a, uh, a, a, a simple set of highball glasses, um, a set of Collins glasses, and then either coupe glasses or martini glasses if those are the kind of drinks you're looking for. But highball and Collins glasses will take care of most of your drinks.
3: I got a quick question for you guys. Uh, in terms of the cutting board for a bar, what would you guys recommend would
2: be
1: the best for the cutting board at a bar? Plastic or wood? plastic. What, what's, what's the difference between a highball and a Collins glass?
2: Collins glasses are the like the taller, thinner tubes, whereas the highball is your basic rocks glass.
1: Oh, uh, I, okay. I would have thought a highball was closer to a Collins glass. Yeah, I thought that, that, was, I thought that the
3: ball would do the same thing. No, so you know those blue glasses I got for that uh, bottle. Those are Collins glasses. They're much
0: thinner tubes.
2: Oh. Yeah, Collins glasses are going to be like six or seven inches high and, may- high and maybe hold like eight or nine ounces. What so,
3: do you mix
2: with Hennessy? Ice. You mix ice. with. Cognac? You can make oh. a brandy sour. You can make a sidecar. Those are some classics.
3: Oh, okay. what, is a, what is a sidecar? It's
2: sidecar? Uh-huh. It's going to be brandy, lemon juice, and triple sec.
3: Sounds nice.
1: Um, so so what were you saying about cutting board
3: yeah just like what do you guys recommend like i have a marble one
1: but you don't want a marble i don't know
3: how good that is and i also james tell
1: them why why you don't want a marble cutting board
2: you're going to dull the ever-loving crap out of your knife on a marble one you want a cutting board i recommend like the hard plastic cutting boards because they're easy they're easy to clean and they're easy to disinfect what
1: just ask is this home for an alcoholic (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes, it is.
3: <laughs> yes, it is. It's we don't need tall people. We, this, this is, sip dog.
2: Nice. This
1: is SIP dog, you're watching you're watching live. So but
2: yeah, no, a marble one's terrible. And the other thing is I really like for, for bar knives, I like using a ceramic knife for two reasons. One, they're super sharp and they're great for cutting fruit. And two, it's it's not metal, it's ceramic. So that way if you cut the fruit and the fruit sits out for a little bit, the fruit won't corrode or spoil because it didn't pick up anything from the metal knife. So a ceramic knife is great, um, and the thing is, if you're using a ceramic knife on a marble cutting board, you're going to ruin the knife. You're going to cause chips in the ceramic knife and all sorts of stuff, so go with a hard plastic cutting board. Okay, that's good to know. You don't want to use a wood cutting board because the wood will it, a wood cutting board will absorb oils and stuff, and so you can start to get some spoiling with the wood, and the stuff that you cut might pick up any flavors that are left over on that cutting board. If anything spoils or goes rotten on the cutting board, now that's getting picked up by your ingredients that you're cutting now. Whereas a plastic one, you can scrub the other loving crap out of it with soap, rinse it off, and it's back to being sterile.
3: Yeah, because I, I have uh, my own home bar that we constructed during quarantine. So I've been sort of learning all about different bar etiquettes, this is just really important. Check yeah,
1: my plastic my cutting board,
3: All my 100%. archives. Not our sheaves, our archives,
1: uh, uh, and Grace is one the English pronunciation of archives, right?
3: Uh And uh, they're all our ar- archives archives. Uh, so one of the things that one of the bartenders or mixologists told me once was like, it doesn't matter about the alcohol that you use, the spirit. What
1: matters is... The, is the spirit in which you pour the it's spirit. It's the love and the drink. No, no, no. Make, it's know? how fresh the ingredients are you
2: using to create that cocktail that matter Because there's a How fresh are the ingredient? ingredients? I like mine aged.
3: I mean, he cuts he cuts the line right there, and he squeezes right there, right in front of
2: your eyes. So he's got he's got a good point there. Is that you can use extremely good spirits, but if your mixers are crap, then it doesn't matter.
3: Gonna ruin the whole thing. Agree. That's right.
2: It, so you
3: know? okay. So yeah.
2: Like wow. the highest end bars, you're gonna be having them squeeze squeeze right away, and good. You know, uh,
3: whatever ingredients are use to create this cocktail. You're gonna have st- uh, much better results at the end of it. Uh, it's not about the, the the spirit itself; it's about how fresh your ingredients are. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it's both. Like you, if you use crap liquor, it's also going to affect the drink. But if you have to pick between one of the two, the fresh ingredients are going to make more of an impact on the quality. Well, well first sure. off, I feel like we're all in our
3: mid to late twenties here, if not early thirties. I'm still buying like Pinnacle vodka or sped anyway. Exactly. It's a
1: little bit. It's a little bit. I agree well, that I, mean, I, mean, I buy. I buy. You know, if I'm having a party, I buy. Animals or, yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, right. we're, we're late to the party on
2: the on the pricing, um, because we already we already did that segment, but, um, yeah, I would say that if you get if you get your tins, your sh- you get your your shaker tins, your strainer, your cutting board, a ceramic knife, a muddler, um, and a bar spoon. You get, and the, um, the barsupplies.com, you can get all of those things for pretty cheap, much cheaper than you would be able to get in a retail store. Um, and that'll get you set up with all the tools that you need.
1: Yeah. And you can buy it as a set. You get a decent set and that's, that's going to go.
2: But barsupplies.com is whenever I need to buy bar tools, which it's been a while now, but those are, that that's the, the best wow. site for getting Getting stocked.
1: Yeah, once you have, we'll throw some links. We'll throw some links in there. On the, on the YouTube, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I have some links down below for some bar, bar supplies. Uh, which is pretty much I. what I what I stock my bar with tool wise is what change. Well, that's because I kind of advised you that way. Yeah, exactly. He, I think you gave me, uh, did, you, did you give me a bar mat? I think you made. Might... I, I did give you a bar mat. And you also gave me. Uh, I think a, a, a shaker thing. I don't know, maybe. But
2: if I didn't give you a shaker, then I at least advise you as to what kind of shakers you want to buy.
1: So, so now when it comes to just because Adam's here now, he's only here at limited time. We're we're lucky to have Adam in our company. Limited time only. He'll be leaving soon. I'm gonna catch him on the comments in one second, uh, and then I want to talk about building a bar or where you're putting these things in your house, what's most cost-effective, what's best for you. Um, my stance has changed a little bit based on where I am, but previously I know I was in the same mindset where Adam is now. But let me just look through some of these comments real quick. Um, like I said, buy new Amsterdam, new Amsterdam is the way to go. A Hennessy martini, I've never heard of that. That's um, The better alcohol, the less better. mixers. Um, Nobody pours a twenty-five-year-old. A uh, nobody pours a twenty-five-year-old Scotch and adds mi- mixers. That is definitely correct. I, actually, I go going out a lot. I watch people drop six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a bottle of something, which is not an eight hundred dollars bottle, but it's it's it, it's at most probably a two hundred dollars bottle. Um, you know, New York, you can go to a club and you can get a bottle of Johnny Walker for five hundred bucks, or you get a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue for eight hundred dollars. Or you can get like a Corbel, champagne for two hundred and fifty. Yep. But at this point, like the prices don't really. It doesn't they, it's equate. It's not like just, walking to a liquor store. You're at paying all. basically for clout in the in the bar. Um, but I see I watch a lot of people mix really nice stuff. But no, nah, I mean that. But that's what it is. You're taking pictures of yourself drinking those nice bottles. Um, but I see I see people pouring really nice bottles and mixing it with cranberry juice oranges, or oranges, juice or, yeah. or apple juice. Which is like, you're drinking a 25-year-old scotch with fucking apple juice like you're three years old. Like, it doesn't fucking correlate. Like, I'm sorry.
2: That's one mixer that in my, in my three, three and a half years of bartending, I, I never once used apple juice.
1: I don't think I've drinking apple juice in probably 30 years.
2: There's some cocktails you can make
3: with it, though. I, I just never tried apple juice. Oh, yeah, the vomit-inducer good one, yeah. So I just feel like it's such high sugar, though, I
1: would not. Um, so, but I want to talk real quick about making a bar at home yourself. So we, we got to we kind of outline the supplies. We got the basics, a gin, vodka, tequila, a whiskey or scotch or both. Um, James is going with a triple second. The bitters is smart. He's got a rum on there. Andres has got a mezcal. Um... I had a mess. I tried to get a mess, I a tequila and I ran out of I ran out of uh, money. So we're looking at a hundred dollars here. Okay. And then uh but it depends on the person. Yeah, yeah, for me, I would I would probably go with two nice bottles and then one bottle that I can mix. You know or you know maybe like a tequila for some margaritas and then uh what's the occasion a what are, this, this is, is your home bar oh home, home bar, home bar. Yeah. so so and then and then james added on with some soda tonic some coca-cola and uh lemons limes oranges cherries some and oranges. um was the cherries. last thing in so so you got these things you got a pretty good bar you want to stock the stuff at home now you could go with a conventional bar cart, which is where I am right now. I got a nice bar cart in my apartment. I mean, on the top of the cart, I have. James, you've seen this bar cart? Yeah. On the top, I have tequila and uh, some Mezcal, which I think just looks cool on the top because um, I got some skulls and some glassware. And then the bottom is just the rest of the bar.
3: And then you also have fake lemons and limes yeah, And I took one of those, <laughs> and I was like, oh,
1: so. Yeah, he tried so to cut it, he tried cut it to okay lemons, yeah. So nice. And oh, then no. I threw it back
3: in, so I was like, oh, he didn't realize yeah. how perfect it looked. Like, it was so perfect, it didn't even look
1: like it was real. <laughs> it was strong. Nice bourbon with a single-meter cherry So the Luxardo cherries are the best cherries in my yeah, life. Yeah. James, have you had Luxardo cherries? Yes. Yeah, so that's good. That's good for... Um, so let me ask, um, do you have a bar set up down there, James? Obviously not in the not anymore. No, I don't drink
2: enough to to, to ju- justify keeping um all the stuff that I need in stock. Okay,
1: but, uh, all right, fair enough. you
3: got a for the rest of
1: us. Uh, so I have a little bar cart and I have a little rack for some for some scotch. Adam, on the other hand, he has a whole bar. Adam, a whole bar. Adam has a whole bar. Almost as big as the one we had in South. Well, about half the size of the one we had in South Carolina, because that was enormous. Yeah, the... <laughs> it was really. high you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: Maybe maybe next time we'll tell the story of uh, me and Scott and uh,
1: Iceberg. Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. There's some stories you shouldn't tell because people will think badly of you. Yeah. Stories, especially when you're live. Um, so. We in South Carolina, what we did was, well, what we did actually. What I did was, I decided I want to buy a bar or build a bar. So I went to Home Depot and I bought a miter uh-huh.
2: saw. You should
1: also no, hold on a second.
2: We, we should back up a little bit to this story. Okay. So this was like Labor Day weekend. Both Justin and I had like the weekend completely off, and so either Saturday or Sunday, and we both had Monday off. Um, we just went out to like the liquor store or whatever and just spent like the entire day drinking. And so towards the end of the day, we're both just drunk out on, like, the balcony, like, bullshitting. And Justin talks about, hey, wants to build a bar. And, like, yeah, like, I'm drunk, so it sounds like a great idea. Yeah, sure, We'll buy a bar. And then I go to sleep. I wake up the next day, and I don't think anything of it. <laughs> a week later, um, I come home at 3 o'clock in the morning and damn near kill myself because it's pitch black in the apartment. And I didn't know that Justin had gone to Home Depot. I just trip over, like, boards that have nails sticking up out of them.
1: <laughs> probably screws. Probably screws. And,
2: and, like, a circular saw that has, like, the sheath uncovered and just the blade out. So, like, if I trip over that, like, I'm just going to land and, like, cut my head off or whatever.
1: Well, what I did was I went to Home Depot and I bought a miter saw. I think maybe a miter saw and a circular saw. I don't know. Uh, but both both you can use. And then I bought a bunch of lumber. I, didn't I just bought the lumber. So I bought pressure, tra- I bought treated lumber. Like you would build an outdoor deck with. This shit was heavy.
3: Yeah.
1: Like, like a two by four weighs twice as much as it not a normal two by four. And I was bu- I bought four by fours. but this thing was built like a deck. <coughs> this is a solid. That was could thing wa- forever to could, this bar could weather the storm. And I started building the frame at night. And I didn't have extension cords, so I used Christmas lights to, <laughs> to power the <laughs> circular saw and the miter saw. And I, got, I built the frame, and then I gave it. was late at night. I gave up on it. And, uh, and James came home after a few drinks and wound up getting all caught up in the, in the frame of the bar oh, that in, a, in a pitch black. Um, Not for James, of course, but... Uh, it's funny now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only need a bottle of Jack, and I'll drink it from the coffee. Um, all right, fair enough. Got some serious, serious. Uh, but then we went out We went out to build this bar. It's a nice black bar. I got a metallic gold paint. The gold paint we used for the trim. And then the interior was a bit raw. I think the interior was really raw. Yeah,
2: the, the, yeah we didn't have too much on the
1: interior. Uh, and then we had some shelves in the back. We ended up having a nice Molson uh, mirror. And then we used the Christmas lights, which a lot of them were blown out. We used the Christmas lights as an interior light for the bar. I'm going to post pictures of this in the YouTube. If You're watching now. You want to see this thing? I'll include some pictures in the YouTube video. And uh, it, but there was mostly red coming, radiating from the bar. So it looked, it looked kind of badass. I thought it's a nice
2: color for. Um,
1: yeah,
2: and then we could also use it as like a a, a place
1: to put the projector. Oh, yeah. And then we put the, we mounted the projector on the bar That's and cool. projected over the fireplace mantle, which is cool. We didn't have a TV. In a, we didn't have a TV. I bought a TV and never plugged it in. Um, For what reason? Why? How did I end up with that TV? Do you remember? No. I don't remember. Either. So, either way, we had this bar down there. And um, James got rid of it.
2: Yeah, because you moved out and I needed the space.
1: And, <laughs> and what do you have in the space? A couch
3: now.
1: All right, all right. Um. So now, at oh, and then when I moved to Queens, I built a bar in that apartment. Right. Um, that one had leather trend on. It. I wrapped it in vinyl. Vinyl, which was a yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the thinking was of wrapping it in vinyl, but but it seemed pretty cool. Um. And I built it in pieces because I knew when I moved, it would be easier to move out. So actually. It went together kind of like Legos. But um, you didn't bring that with you. No, I did uh, It was I had to move myself, and it was a lot of it was a, it was a pain in the ass to have to fucking move. So, uh, so that was that on the the Queens bar, and then I haven't had a bar. And then you decided you are a bar. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you know, fucking quarantine. James, have you seen pictures of Adam's bar? No, no you can share with me after the I'll stream. Not. We could we could add it to the YouTube. we'll, we'll and throw and that on there. It's a you know the um, you know the furniture that's like aviation style furniture that has the riveted uh, uh, yeah so it's the, ri- the, the riv- riveted is what I'm looking for the riveted riveted uh, sheet metal on the outside it looks like an old old school airplane okay uh, it's so
2: it's
3: basically got like gear. metal patchwork of like rivets and stuff like that all the okay part. that's cool. And then it's got a bit of a curve to it on the sides, so it's easier to walk through. I had to make it sort of a custom fit because the way it was sort of fit a living room, a pretty big space. But I wanted to make it easy for people to get past it, but still like not have something too uh, too large or overbearing in the room or the space. But uh, we went to Home Depot during quarantine, which we waited outside on a long that line, six that feet apart true. for. An hour and a half on a rainy Sunday and uh, you know we built the frame up and of course as we're building we're drinking and kind of drag the process on a little longer because we get a little drunk because we all like to drink here. I, um, didn't, I
1: didn't think we drank that much. It was right. the
3: beer I picked. I picked from this local bar for dinner and stuff because I wanted to buy him dinner as a thank you for helping me and uh, you know I ordered some dinner. beer uh, that was like ten or twelve percent alcohol and they gave us like some soup container sizes of this beer each.
1: Oh yeah, it It was a and like I'm not gonna lie,
3: I had some issues trying to draw straight lines to cut the wood. (laughs) But uh,
1: after about what, about Adam Adam did not draw straight lines.
3: No, not by the end of the night. Uh, but it was, you know, we put the frame together. You know, it's there's kind of raw just like your first bar that you had down in South Carolina, but I'm fine with that. I don't really care about what goes on behind the bar. I care more about the front end of it. Uh, We did a wood top, stained it. It's nice, like, dark cherry wood. Um, During quarantine, I got pretty creative with the idea of making different cocktails and figuring out how to make different types of drinks.
1: So here's. But let's talk about how we did it. Let's talk about how we did it.
3: So so we've talked about the drinks.
1: Let's talk about how we did it. So what we did was we bought some two-by-fours. And we built a frame for the bar. Yes. And then with this bar, we bought some reasonably thin plywood. And we created kind of the face of the bar. And did we do the top first? No, we did the base first, then we did did the base of the bar. And then we put the metal on?
3: No, then we did one level of a shelf in the middle. And then we did the top shelf, right? Okay. Or can rather, you, just the top part can of the you bar. Grab can-
1: so we we built the we built the skeleton, and then we put the facing on it, and then we took this freezer. top freezer. Oh, we no. took a uh, what do we use sheet sheet. Uh, we used actually stuff for uh, a roof. roof. Um,
2: it's like uh, stuff that
3: goes. In you, any no, we we
1: we use flashing. We Flash, use aluminum flashing aluminum flashing. Yes. And we used different sizes, so it had a pretty cool look. We angled some of it, and then we screwed it in with uh, some nice, shiny-looking silver screws.
3: Which we initially bought, I think, about eight boxes of screws. We bought bought so many goddamn screws
1: screws for this thing.
3: I had to go back twice after that to Home Depot. I got another ten boxes. We used all those, and I had to buy another five boxes. I think that's what, a total of like over, over a thousand screws that we had to use. I mean, there was
1: some, because basically every inch along the, the edge of this has to have a screw. James, in. In. you haven't seen this bar, right? No. It wasn't up there when you were here in... Last time I was there was January, so no. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's a pretty impressive bar, uh, I, mean, I think very impressive
3: bar. Well, we put the stain the first time we did it because we tried to rush doing the stain right away. We didn't clean up enough of when we sanded it down, so it was a very rough feeling. But I sanded it down once more, and then I did a second coat. And now it's got a nice seal to it. What's the all-in
1: out-of-pocket? What's uh, the out-of-pocket?
3: So the initial bar I wanted to buy, which I replicated it off of, would have
1: cost me about
3: $2,900 with shipping and handling. Um, and this one, out-of-pocket in total, including the chairs? Not including, not including the chairs. No, because the other one didn't come with the chairs.
2: Uh, I was at about $475. You think that much? Yeah. That's
1: not bad. And the it's supplies. $2 $2 to, for a don't forget, I had to buy certain supplies. I bought a miter. I bought a miter. So, Yes. Which is okay. still sitting in my house. Okay. <laughs> but that was about it, though. Maybe, maybe actually, because I returned some stuff. So let's say, let's go to an eBay. I'm saying under, I was going to say 375
3: tops. So I was just, uh, I'd have to look back now, but I'd say anywhere from four
1: twenty five to four fifty. I'd say under four hundred bucks. I think. You bought flash, aluminum flash. First time and, we
3: went and it cost bought, me
1: three thirty. First time we went. And we returned some of that stuff.
3: True, but I had to buy more stuff too. All right, so let three seventy five to four twenty five. I'd have to look back in the receipts, but, but yeah, you know what, I think that's four
1: hundred dollar mark and, and this is a badass bar. It looks like restoration hardware. It looks like, you know, the Buying something from like Touch a Modern for three grand, which is supposedly a deal. I mean, it was probably originally like a seven thousand dollar thing. They're selling you at a discount for twenty nine hundred. Um, restoration hardware would have cost you like twelve grand. Now it wasn't as solid as probably a restoration hardware one would be. And we built it ourselves, so you know, we know the flaws that it has. Yeah, fair. That's something that's real. But that's it's true. It's too. badass and it was it was handmade. And hopefully, you don't get rid of it anytime soon. Oh
3: hell no! We got it ready before Cinco de Mayo.
1: And that, that
3: was actually it. the biggest reason why. And
1: we 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 re- made, made it happen. for Cinco de Mayo yeah. to hopefully have a, a serving station for some Cinco de Mayo. Problem breaks. is, it was
3: so good for alcohol, we forgot the food.
0: True. Yeah. <laughs> Prop oh, Props to Vanessa, Prop Sub Vanessa, but I say if you listen
3: to this, you were the savior of the night because otherwise wouldn't die of alcohol poisoning. Thank you. Oh, she no. was For the one with one. the food. She was the one who cooked us all. all. Quite, quite the yeah, so I'm I gotta
2: bounce my computer's about to die. Um since uh, I'm using the laptop here.
1: All right. Well, I appreciate you joining. We're gonna wrap up here. We're gonna talk about some drinks. I want I want anybody who's watching, I want to uh I want to hear about some drinks in a minute, I, mean, I want to ask you guys some questions.
2: Let cold. me throw one recommendation for a drink out there before I go. All right, great recommendation. Two. Clover Club Cocktail. Clover Club Cocktail. What, what is I say? that? What is that? I'll leave you all with that. You can look it up.
3: Wow, bro. All right. And you know text- text- I'll
2: text- tell you, it's going to be gin, raspberry reduction sauce, lemon juice, and egg white. All right. So,
1: so you better be You better be drinking one of those next time we, uh, next sip so talk, okay. next week. Um, it's a pain in the butt to make the raspberry
2: redux sauce. Either that or the French 75. French 75 is good too.
3: French 75, yeah, I, I'll do that. I'll do the French 75. That's great. But
2: Thanks. I got to bounce. I will see you on Tuesday for whatever topic comes next. All right. See you.
1: See you Tuesday, oh, James. Right. See you, James. Take all right. care, all right. man. So we'll be good. We're going to uh, dig in a little bit here. Let's see uh, what happens. if He clicks off. We're, we're still live on here. Um, I want to ask a little bit more about drinks, and I want to hit some of these comments real quick and uh, see where we go from there. So, Beluga Vodka. Good vodka. That is there's, good vodka. Yeah, I have a vodka. bottle of that also at home, by the way. So there's, it has a Beluga on the bottle. It has, it has a, right a big whale, yeah. Um, okay. And uh, what else we got here? Um, all right. Any questions you guys want to ask real quick for anybody who's watching? Uh, Does anybody who's watching have a home bar? Because we get a well, decent amount actually- of TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram a uh, decent amount of people that are watching here. Oh, yeah, I, find uh, me on TikTok, guys. man. You can see the whole bar being made. Yeah, Adam does, have, uh, yeah. Adam does have the whole bar being made. On, on. Did yes, we so. tag you on my post? Or the Home Depot post or something like that? I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, is anybody uh, Jim, who watching I have, on, have a, uh, I
3: have, like, I have a ton of alcohol. I
1: was well, you know, those chives, those chives have a lot of flavor. Hey,
3: you know, I'm kind of curious. I, I see this Froze thing becoming bigger and bigger for the summertime. Mm-hmm. Since our that, last year was, a year's it year's was just a year of
1: rosé. Mm-hmm. Margarita, no room. Shelf. Yeah, if you have a bar shelf, I think that's pretty impressive to have a little bar shelf. The bar shelf is the part card at the bar now. Yeah. All right guys, well on that note, I gave you our best advice for how to stock a bar. I gave you our best advice on how to build a bar. I'll see if I can throw in the, if you if you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Sip Talk, you watch us on YouTube, I'll uh, I'll include some of what we talked about, the bar Links. items that you want to have in your home bar, the vodka, the gym. Um, if you're if you watching on YouTube, you can click on the link below and you'll see the link to the Amazon store that actually has the stuff that I have in my home bar, which is pretty cool. What was the name? What
3: was the uh, James? Bart, Bart, Bart?
1: Uh, bar, bar, supply? Supply? bar supply. I don't want to mess it up. I think it's barsupply.com. Yeah. I'll find out. I'll throw that in the yeah. YouTube as well. Um, and then we talked about building a bar. So I'm going to include some cool pictures. Hang tight. You'll see these pictures. Fortunately, if you're watching live, you're not going to see them, but we will catch you next time in episode 33 of Sip Talk. I hope you're subscribing. Because that's what we need to keep doing this. We need subscribers. We need user feedback, and uh, we don't need any money. We are friggin' cheap here, but uh, but we love the subscribers. We love you guys for watching. We are out.
0: All right. So you got our points of view on building a bar. I'm curious, what do we miss? What would you put in the bar? Throw in the comments. I want to know what's your what's your favorite spirit? What's your favorite cocktail? What's your go-to drink when you want to make a drink at home?